With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go ahead and uh, take a look at, uh, let's see here, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, that'll, that'll wrap that up. Uh, so Nathaniel Hackett's done. Uh, the Denver Broncos made the decision yesterday that Nathaniel Hackett is uh, donezo as head coach of the football team. Doesn't even make it through a season. And uh, maybe not the most surprising thing in the world, considering whatever the You're hell that, that bag of turds he rolled out and the Broncos rolled out on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And then the fight on the uh, the skirmish on the sideline with Brett Rippon and Dalton Risner and all that stuff that took place. Uh, disastrous season feels like this probably not that I, I can't think of everyone's trying to put it as urban Meyer as being a worse one year head coach. I, I don't even think it's close. I think Nathaniel Hackett and this one and done is the worst in recent NFL history. As far as a coach goes, I don't even know who who's close to that. Like maybe Bobby Petrino, in Atlanta, but this was a disaster from the get-go, from week one on, and it just never got better for the Denver Broncos. I I will echo that for this reason. I I think when you look at the fact that the Broncos were a team that was kind of on the cusp in the playoffs, and he he basically got in there as head coach, and and not that their defense took a step back, but I think they kind of held their own for the large part of the season until their most recent loss of the rooms. (laughs) But offensively, I mean, it wasn't anywhere even close. The clock management, the game management by Hackett, it was awful early. They bring in Jerry Rossberg, who, by the way, falls into the, the best position of anyone. Guy wasn't even on the staff before the season. Now he ends up being the interim head coach. I mean, worked out well for him. That's good gig. Um, but if you think about like where the Jags were when Urban Meyer took over, it's not like he was taking over some playoff you know, bound or contending team. And it was going to take some time. And they, they pulled out the from underneath them. In this case, this was a roster that I think everyone would admit, even the, the head coach, they fired, they were a quarterback away. They were right there. You brought in Nathaniel Hackett for that reason, to be able to get this off playing at a higher level. And with a guy like Russell Wilson, who you not only traded for, but you take on this big contract and it never looked anywhere close to what I think they needed it to in order to ultimately be competitive, not only in that division, but just as AFC playoff team, given how much competition there is in that conference. And Nathaniel Hackett's a nice guy. 
I think he's a smart guy. And this is his first crack at being a coach. I'm sure he'll get a, another shot at some point someday. But, man, he's got a, a world of changes and, and kind of looking himself in the mirror and figuring some things out moving forward because this was a disaster with a team that was primed to go to the playoffs. And I think it's going to be incredibly damning if whoever comes in next turns this team to the playoff team the next year. It's only going to speak volumes about his, his, his lack of readiness and maybe just overall ability to be a head coach. Mm. Um, I'm a first take my victory lap because you guys do know I enjoy taking my victory laps when I get them. Um, Let's take it with you. I think you asked a question not too long ago. Would he get fired in season? Would he make it out of the yeah, season? I didn't think he would. And I told you he was going. He was out of there. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's all fair. I know that isn't on. I know. I know that isn't on the sound sheet or, or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take my victory lap on that one. I said he wasn't yeah. gonna make it. Yeah, Lee. Why is that on the cut sheet? You know, that's all good. All right. That's first. Thank you. Thank you for the applause. I, Thank I, you. I really did. Thank didn't. you, everyone. Especially Thank you. this late in the season, I was like, they'll just let him finish it out, and then we'll just figure it out in the off season. And then it was like, oh my God, it's gotten worse. Here's why it's worse than than Urban, in my opinion. Is because you have an unproven commodity in your quarterback when you're coming in. Like, sure, the hype and the excitement of getting Trevor Lawrence and getting uh, Urban at the same time presented a, a lot of excitement and a lot of intrigue. And ja- Jacksonville was picking number one for a reason. They were terrible. Jacksonville yeah. was not yeah. good. They were not. They were not a good team in, in the wins loss column. Um, and and then the idea that you were going to have to develop a a a, a phenom at quarterback um, in in the early early on of of their career, whereas this was to Brady's point, this was a a very very competitive team. Their defense was built built well. They had a, a lot. I mean, you got three or four receivers on on that roster. You know, two two of which you could probably. You know, alternate at at the one the one receiver position if, if you really wanted to. So to me, looking at where they were at and and seeing where they are right now, you know, not only does a lot of it you know fall at the feet of of the, the, the head coach, but it falls at the feet of Russell Wilson. And I find it to be interesting. Whoever comes in there is going to have to figure out. What is the balance of of your team in terms of what are Russell Wilson's limitations as a QB? Because now, just like we always bring up Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, well, you know what? Tom Brady could have went off and did exactly what Russell Wilson did this year. Nothing, right? Yeah. And And so when you think about it, did Russ have a bad enough season where it put things back into perspective for him? Maybe you took for granted the things that the coaching staffs were doing to to minimize what your your ailments were as a quarterback, the, your shortcomings as a quarterback, and now it is all out for consumption in a season where you know you were brought in, you were given a big contract, they told you you could cook, and this is what y'all came up with. You know, so to me, I wonder if that next coach can can go to Russ and be like, "Listen, man, like we're going to do it this way. This is how we're going to do it." And Russ will be more open to doing it to try to salvage, you know, what what took place this year. You don't want to have another year like this. 
You just don't. If you're Russell Wilson, you can lean on the fact that you've been to Super Bowls. You can lean on the fact that you won one. You can lean on the fact that you got a large contract. But can you lean on the fact that you were a guy that that knew how to get it done and you left because they didn't trust you or, you, you know, the, the idea of them not buying into you the way that you wanted them to and you go to, to a team that seemingly did by the way they paid you and they had the pieces and you couldn't have success. So I just wonder if that next coach is going to have the opportunity to speak to him in a way where you get a different rust than what this coach did. You know, you get a more humbler, humbler uh, Russell Wilson. You get a more open Russell Wilson to what it may be that they need to do in order for them to be able to take steps back forward into being a winning team. So Sean Payton reportedly is putting together this all-star coaching staff, and he's already yeah, tapped. Yeah, odd how that came out, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's weird. These like, things have really stirred up a lot lately. I don't know why that is. Like, uh, Have you guys seen Schefter's tweets lately? It just it looks like, all right, um, who's the agent for Sean Payton? Yeah. <laughs> all right, that guy sends him a copy-paste right. email, and then Schefter just posts it. <laughs> Do you think he just... That, that literally, it's, it's so complimentary and so over the top about whoever that is it could be sean payton it could be anyone he's breaking news on like this player suffered an injury but given the fact that he's got wolverine blood in the system he will be back faster than any human being in the history of human beings that is dealing with this particular injury and surgery like it's it's this it's such an over the top thing he's been doing lately and sean payton was like the first one i noticed i was like reading it going well, my God, like, oh, he's putting together an all-star. To, okay, I, 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 okay, that's, thanks, thanks, Adam. <laughs> thanks, Shefty. By the way, the fact that Vic Fangio is going to be his defensive coordinator, you can go ahead and X the uh, Broncos out of the yeah. uh, out of the potential suitors for uh, for Sean Payton. What about Dan well, Quinn? But, 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 but by the way, hence the reason why they, Adam Schefter didn't put that as part of it, because obviously Sean Payton's agent wants to make sure that all parties are open to potentially bringing in Sean Payton, you know, getting Sean Payton as their head coach. Meanwhile, you would think that logically, yeah, it wouldn't make sense to have Vic Fangio come back as defensive coordinator, unless he really wanted to say, all right, I liked working here enough and living here enough. I'll go ahead and take a lesser role to come back. I mean, he, he, he obviously had the defense playing at a high level, so yeah. maybe it wouldn't make some sense, but clearly Sheffield didn't include that as part Dan of Dan Quinn, <sighs> Dan Quinn. It's Denver. very, very possible. He, he interviewed last year. It's very possible. Uh, let me let me throw this out there at you. Whoever goes as the head coach, it's all about what Lavar just brought up. It's all about Russell Wilson and maximizing him. The defense has been playing well now for a while. Whether it's Vic Fangio or either other Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Avero, who's the you know DC now. I guess he turned down the interim head coaching job because he's going to interview for other head coaching jobs. But I, my point is this: even if it's Dan Quinn, who that offensive coordinator hire is matters as much as anything. And that, and that's kind of the odd thing about it is, do you go offense again because you need to get Russell right? And even if you hire the head coach, everyone's still going to be like, okay, great. You know, you hired a great guy. Who's the offensive coordinator? You know, how are we going to fix this offense? Like, it's still the biggest question depending on who you hire. So maybe you lean to more an offensive-minded guy and maybe you limit it to guys who've had prior experience so you don't go through the issues you had with Nathaniel Hackett. But then you might miss a guy like Shane Steichen in Philly, who's done a heck of a job there, you know, calling plays for them and, and scheming things up. So I think the Broncos are in a little tougher spot than maybe people think in regards to how they go about this hiring process, who they bring in. Because it's all about what Russ 
It's all about how he's going to react because he's got the cards. He's got the cards. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Here we go again. Uh, the Miami Dolphins have a quarterback problem. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is back in concussion protocol. Here was the Dolphins head coach, uh, Mike McDaniel, who was uh, stepped up to the podium, wanted to talk with the media and explain the situation. And so Mike McDaniel walks up to the podium. He takes his left hand, puts it on the left side, uh, his right hand on the other side, and he had this to say to the media. I care very deeply about each and every player. Um, I take that serious. So, you know, I just, I just just want him to get healthy and have peace of mind in that regard and that's first and foremost and then whatever those circumstances are after you deal with after but it's about the human being and making sure he's squared away all right so 
I just want to make sure that my my quarterback is healthy and he's happy. Yeah, I just want to make sure that that Chewing and Berto and Jonas and Lee, you know, everything is good when you know, when they get done with what they're doing for the day. <laughs> By the way, I think, I, like what? I think that's your best impression. Uh, thanks, thank you, Jonas. Really appreciate you giving me such a great compliment about how I sound just like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's your guy. No, I, was, I just have a good time with it. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but his voice is funny. Though. Is this the second concussion protocol he's been in? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, what are they? Because some people thought he should have been in after the first hit, right? And then he got concussed the next week, and so mm-hmm. he was in for an extended period of time. Then, and now this is the second time. Huh? He might be done for the year, man. I was just thinking that. Yeah, he might be done for the year. I mean, to his initial, that whole two-week period from the initial hit where he went back in the game and the following week, another nasty hit, and then he's he's in concussion protocol for a while. That's what sparked the whole outrage and, you know, all the people, you know, the warriors on Twitter really, you know, stoked their fire. But this is a tough call because you are more susceptible once you suffer one to have another. I dealt with that in 2012. And the weird thing was it wasn't a hit that we were able to determine. Maybe Tua was to a degree. And he didn't talk about those symptoms until yesterday, uh, where then he ended up going into the protocol. So it's it can be a scary thing. And, and he might need some time in order to heal and, and be able to come back 100%. But it puts the Dolphins in a really tough spot as they're trying to still hang on and to, to you know make a playoff. And meanwhile, they've got, what, divisional games the rest of the way? New England, New York. It's it, it's a tough spot to be in, I think, for him as a competitor, but also as a person and trying to do what's best for him long term. But I'm a little confused because I thought they got rid of that independent neurologist that let him back in the game that first time. So that should have cleared everything up, right? Like there should have been no other issues. Right. And, yeah, yet, well. oh. and, and yet here we are and there's still the same. It, it just... It, oh. He was... He was like, celebrating Christmas, Jonas. Well, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot what, what day it was. But Warren Sharp, because there's some speculation as to when he suffered the concussion, and there was a hit in the game where he got tackled and hit the back of his head on the turf, similar to what, what has happened with him a couple of times already this year. And so Warren Sharp broke down sort of his numbers before the hit and then afterwards. Before the hit, he was 9 of 12, 229 yards. He had a touchdown and no picks. After that play, he was 7 of 13, 81 yards, no touchdowns, and three picks. Like there was a clear difference between the quality of play, which after he took the hit and after he didn't take the hit. And the one thing I've seen people sort of throw out there that I don't think applies here is when they're talking about, well, this is the danger when you have a mobile quarterback or somebody like Tua's hits aren't him trying to pick up first downs, right? It's him maybe, you know, trying to make a play, but he's getting wrapped up and tackled and he's hitting the back of his head on the turf. Like Kenny Pickett had the same issue this year. He suffered a couple of concussions. It's not like he's getting hit helmet to helmet. Is There's, Kenny Pickett considered to be a top, like a mobile, mobile quarterback? He's, he's, he's got uh, mobility. He can run. Yeah. He's not like a mobile yeah. quarterback. 
I don't yeah. know. They they changed the slide rule in college football because yeah, I mean that was that was a good moment for. Let, let me ask you guys: was this. That no, was how that many a bowl game? Too? How many other? It wasn't a bowl game. How no, many other? Playing the bowl. Game. How many other? Or oh, ACC, was it, was it the, 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 the championship? Title, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, ACC championship. So, how many court, quarterbacks have gotten concussed this year? Of note, like how do how many do we think? You know, off the top uh, of your head, geez. we probably don't even know. It's Pickett, not that many. It's not Russell that Wilson. Many. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Pickett, Russ, um, Tua. Tua, yeah, Tua, and I can't. Uh, Bridgewater. Yeah, remember because they're yes. yeah first first year was like early. two plays. Yeah, yeah concussed. Yeah, that was early. Stafford. Stafford. Okay. Stafford. Stafford yeah. suffered one. But yeah, there's been there's been you know, five or six maybe that have suffered a concussion. And uh two is on what concussion? Out of, out of all those those quarterbacks you just named, how many of them would we say are true runners? Like they're running they're runner run run option quarterbacks. Mobile. I mean, quarterbacks. It depends how you're defining it. I mean, no one's no one's Lamar Jackson. I mean right. it's it's hard to Well, I'm just saying like an RPO style quarterback, like a guy that's gonna they're going to run like Jalen Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts is going to be a part of their their yeah, run. He's going to run. You know what I mean? Like, how many of them would we say? Because when we start to to identify, okay, is this a problem connected to a running quarterback, a mobile quarterback? I, how many I, of them are really mobile? I, I, I'll say this: I don't know if it matters whether they're running or not. I, I think what people tend to look at is, are they in the pocket or out of the pocket? Hmm. Like, if they're in the pocket, you you get a lot of protection as a quarterback. And so typically when, when the concussions are happening in the pocket, there's not really much else you can do for them, right? You can't help improve their offensive line or their scheme and all that. Or them seeing the field getting rid of the football. That's just a, that's just a product of, of their play and then what's around them and everything else. And if, you, if you're making the case because he's out of the pocket, a little different story. I mean, I feel like every quarterback now has to have a degree of mobility to them. They don't have to be Lamar Jackson running the football, but – they do have to be mobile enough to be able to move within the pocket or move out of the pocket. But I just, I, I think the conversation's usually tied to are they in the pocket or out of the pocket when these hits are taking but place. But I think that's such a valid point because defenses are trying to destroy a pocket. That that's just as good in in a lot of cases, unless you're dealing with a quarterback that can can deal on the move. That that's a win. If, if you can collapse the pocket, if you can make the quarterback move off of his mark, that's a win. So pretty much every quarterback has to be able to play outside of the pocket in 2022. I don't think there yeah. is no true – like you could say it's a true pocket-passing quarterback, but that's just to say that they're, they're, they – Stand maybe statuesque of sorts and throw to deliver like Tom the ball. Brady. Yeah, he's probably the, but, the last or only one. Right? But Tom Brady is forced to move off his mark as well. Tom Brady has to deal outside of the pocket. I mean, that's what defenses are doing. Defenses will actually give up the outside. They'll give up contain with an outside pass rusher, a defensive end, or a rushing backer. And we saw Michael Parsons doing it this past week. Like they'll give up the outside. Just to flush you out, just to flush you out of the pocket, they'll overload to the inside to to collapse a pocket. So, anyways, not to get off all into that, but I'm just saying the point of it is is that guys, the quarterback has to be able to 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 do it inside and outside of the pocket. Like that's that's the bottom line, and they're going to be the one that's that really. You think about it. There's two guys that touch the ball every single play when when the offense and the defense is on the field, and that's the center and that's the quarterback. 
unless something totally different changes and they put somebody else in. But what you're guaranteed is the the center and the quarterback are going to touch the ball. So the quarterback is the the he is the main focal point of touching down on a defense. There are eight to nine guys every single play, maybe seven, maybe four, depending on where you are in the game. But their whole intentions, their whole job description is to get to the quarterback. Like there's no other there's no other position out there where you say my entirety of my gig, maybe a safety, I mean, excuse me, maybe a cornerback. But the bottom line is you have multiple guys that their job is entirely to get to a quarterback. So they're going to get hit. They're going to take hits. I just think that we're getting to a place now where when guys get concussed and get these situations, like even like I saw Steve Weiss make the comment about the hit that Derwin James made and how people were like, this was so cringeworthy and oh my gosh, this, that, and the other. You know, most of your your Hall of Famers are not in the Hall of Fame if that hit is is illegal when they were playing. You know, most of the highlights that built the reputation and the, and the popularity of the sport outside of making big catches, big catches, big hits, big plays, big hits. We've gone so far away from guys being valent in a valent sport that when we see something take place, it's such a it's it's like a mind blower. Like, oh, my gosh, he's got two concussions. Like, deal with the concussion. If he can play, he can play. If he can't, he can't. Guys get injuries that shorten their careers all the time. It's 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 a natural process of guys have to come and guys have to go. And if that doesn't happen, I, I don't you know, I'm I'm not sure how it all plays out, but I just don't understand why people get so caught up into okay, he's got a concussion, like he got concussed. It happens. Like move on, like he's yeah. got he's got to go through protocol. Move, like move on from it because guys are going to get hit. Does he play this weekend? Because he's not been ruled out, and they say it's too early. And obviously, they got a lot to play for. By the way, they're reeling. They've lost four straight. Miami has. They do not look anywhere close to the team that started the season. And so they're in the midst yeah. of this losing streak. Um, they you know they need. They've got a win, obviously. They need a Jets loss, which you know would, would help them get into the postseason. But at this point, do you think he plays? And if you guys were if you guys were running the Dolphins or coaching this team, is Tua playing the rest of the year? Because you threw out the question, he might be done, or the thought that he might be done the rest of the season. Would you play him the rest of the year based on this being his second or possibly third issues with concussions so far this season? Lavar, I, I would. I, I, I mean, look, you you got to leave it up to him and the doctors, right? Like, I, I don't think this is like a Mike McDaniel decision. This is a Tua and the doctors involved and how he's feeling. I think the toughest thing about asking that question is players can hide it. If he really wants to play, he can you know try his best to talk his way out of. Ask him, because ultimately he only he's the one who knows how he feels, how he's seeing things, how he's. You know, if he's gotten symptoms and headaches and, and whether or not he's able to kind of sleep and process cognitively everything that's going on. And so I, that's the tough part is they might have to try to protect him from himself if he wanted to go that route. Because some people felt like he went that route the first time. And that's how you ended up with a concussion the following week. So it, it's it's tough to predict. To me, it's not so much about that. Like I, I'd be curious to look at their odds right now of making the playoffs. 
because on a four-game skid, which I think after the Buffalo game, and then looking at their schedule, at least I looked at it and thought, okay, kind of a moral victory, right? Like you're up again by 10 points against Buffalo. Yes, they come back to win, but you proved a lot of doubters wrong about your ability to play in bad weather, a divisional opponent, place like that. Last week, I mean, a tale of two halves, but again, up 10 in the, in the second half, and you give up that lead again two weeks in a row, that one was tough to, a tough pill to swallow. You know, a game in your grasp, and you in two weeks in a row, you give up a second half lead like that. Uh, tough, you know, so I, look, whether it's Bridgewater or whoever else, to me, it, it's it's more of like, is there value there to try to, you know, place a bet on this team? To potentially still making the playoffs given their circumstances. Did you? So, are you looking for the the odds for them to get into the postseason? What, what are the asking? odds? What are they? I mean, like I can crunch That's some numbers for asking, you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Give me one second here. Dang, you you type quick. Minus two twenty five. Minus two twenty five oh. for the Miami Dolphins to get into the postseason. So that is the uh, that is the odds according to our friends at DraftKings. Uh, the odds on them to not make the playoffs pays out at plus one seventy five. So hundred dollars wins you one seventy five in return if you don't think the Miami Dolphins are going to the postseason. Hmm. So there are your odds. Do you think that's you. an indictment on the Patriots and yes. the Jets considering <laughs> the Dolphins basically have to win one game? Yes, basically. they just have to win one of the next two, right? Right. Yeah. One game, and then if you know if the Jets lose, yeah, I think that's that's an indicator that maybe the bottom portion of the uh whoever whoever gets the seven well, seed it, is going to get wiped out most likely it doesn't really round. matter if the jets lose right that's more it has to do with whether the jets make it or not the dolphins sit at what eight and seven i, I mean at nine and eight they're probably so they just got to win one of the next two and obviously if they beat the jets in week 18 there's your loss but there's your win too for the dolphins anyways yeah yeah, so it's uh, so yeah. there's the situation with uh, Tua and the Miami Dolphins and Mike McDaniel. And by the way, Miami's had kind of a weird stretch, kind of an up and down season. When you just look at everything that they've done as far as their their wins, they started off hot, then they got cold. Everything they've done has been on a streak. They started off with three three wins, they lost three in a row, then they won five in a row. Now they've lost four in a row. Just a roller coaster season for the Miami Dolphins. And when from where they started, and now you're looking at the fact that they may not finish above five hundred, it's kind of, kind of this kind of been a little bit of a meltdown for Miami, just sort of late in the season. So not uh, not a good finish Which, to the season for your uh, your Florida team there, Brady. The one they, they've been accustomed to this, right? Yeah. They've been accustomed to December meltdowns, and it's been what twenty some years since they've won a, a playoff game. So, I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of folks who are curious to see if they can make it into the tournament, into the playoff, and then see what happens from there. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! The New York Jets, they've decided on a quarterback for the remainder of the season. Now, Mm. this is uh, a stunning, stunning development here. Mm. But apparently it's not going to be Zach Wilson. Here was the Jets head coach, (laughs) Robert Sala, talking about the decision. Mike did get clearance, so he will be the starter. The uh, second quarterback, uh, number two quarterback, will be Joe Flacco. He still has a huge plan in our future, and we're still, like I said, we're not quitting on the young man. We're going to do everything we can to develop him. Yeah. Oh, so wow. there's, uh, so there's that. The status. <laughs> Mike White's your starter moving forward there for the New York Jets. Has there been a coaching staff that has received less criticism for the way they've gone about managing the quarterback position this year? It's weird. I mean. Let me just go through the season and you guys tell me what the hell is going on in New York, okay? So to begin the season, it's it's Zach Wilson, right? But then he gets hurt. Instead of Mike White, it was Joe Flacco who comes in. So then Flacco ends up 
eventually being dethroned by by Zach Wilson because Wilson returns from injury. He's healthy, not playing that great. And eventually then they insert Mike White instead of Joe Flacco to get the next crack at it. Mike White then gets hurt. He's out. And so instead of going back to Joe Flacco, they go back to Zach Wilson. But instead of Joe Flacco being the backup, it's Chris Chris Strebler. I mean, I'm just I'm trying to make sense of all of this, how it's gone about. And then, uh, of course, you know, Mike White's healthy again. So then he gets reinserted back in as a starting quarterback. But instead of Zach Wilson being the backup, because, you know, Robert Sala keeps telling us, we're, we're, you know, this isn't the end of Zach Wilson. We're going to see him again. Okay. But now he's inactive. And Joe Flacco's back to being the backup. This has been quite possibly the most mismanaged quarterback position or, or carousel that I've seen in a while. And it, to me, it goes back to the initial benching of Zach Wilson that should have never taken place for the simple fact that if after all of this, you still miss the playoffs, what was the point? Yep. Mm. I mean, what was the point of all of it? If you still miss the playoffs, even if you make it, Mike White's not going to be their, the quarterback in the future. It's no disrespect to Mike White. I have a lot of you know, respect for the way he's handled himself and conducted himself through all of this. He's no doubt given this offense a spark when he's in there as opposed to Zach Wilson. But they'll go look to draft another quarterback next year. Like I said earlier this season where Jets fans got upset. But that's the reality of how this league works. But I, for some reason, Robert Sala has not received any criticism whatsoever for how he's managed it, at least in comparison to how Brian Flores managed things with Tua Tungavailoa. And that, that you know, yanking him back in and out of the lineup with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I, I look at this and say I'm not surprised by it. I, I do feel for Zach Wilson in the sense of I wish they would have gave him the entire season. If you're going to draft the number two overall and you're going to make that commitment, then let it play out. You can't yank him out of there and keep putting him back in and forth where you never truly get to see if he can fight through adversity and develop and become the player you hope he's going to be, regardless of your team's circumstances. That's just where it's at. So I, I do find it convenient, though, that after not having clearance from 10 separate doctors, that now Mike White, four days later, is cleared to be the starter again. That's, it's a bit ironic that that timing happened to work out as you now get into your more difficult schedule moving forward the last two weeks, having to go to Seattle and then finish with Miami, as opposed to two of the worst defenses we've seen the past two weeks in the Detroit Lions and and. Uh, who, who they faced this past week? I slipped my mind. Uh, the Jaguars. The Jaguars. Yeah. Who also went twenty seventh in the league, I believe. I mean, so. listen. How dare you to discredit? You know, the medical uh, the, the people associated with the Jets that were looking at Zach Wilson. Maybe the eleventh doctor saw something on the scans that the tenth, ninth, eighth, and anybody before that didn't see. I mean, I, I don't think that's pretty reckless to go ahead and question. I mean, on Mike White. Yeah, on oh, Mike White. Yeah. yeah, come on now. Eleven yeah. times a charm. You know, eleven's the number, Lamar. Stick City. They, That's right. They brought him back. We are. They brought him back. And bringing Mike White back under, and certainly Stick City is a place. Um, and it's a place probably where Zach Wilson will probably come visit and try to find himself because they've, they've told – Robert Salah has told the entire football world and the New York Jets fan base that outside of extraordinary circumstances or – it, it, it just an extraordinary happening that that Zach Wilson is not their guy. He's not Robert. Oh, he, Sala's he's not guy. playing again there. 
Uh, uh, he's inactive because they want to have the ability to trade him. Yeah, Jay Glazer. Glazer said uh, they're done with yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've told everybody you're, he's not your guy. Yeah, that's that's what. And we said this. I mean, if we want to take another victory lap, we did say that last week that if if for some strange reason the reasoning behind Mike White's aggressive approach to trying to get cleared is so that he can play, and that the Jets were actually waiting on him to get cleared so that they could play him after you made Zach Wilson the starter. I think we said if he doesn't have success in this game that this could mean the end. Like I think that was you, Jonas, that they actually threw it out there. Yeah, like this could point. this could be it's the a, end for him. Point. So yeah. I, I just I look at this situation, it's not it's not seemingly going to magically get better. You're not going to say, okay, we're getting the young kid Good, uh, getting them right. We haven't given up on the young guy. Like, why even mention that? You don't even have to mention that because conventional wisdom says what it says. The mar- it's like it's like testing a theory in the market. You know what happens? The market will tell you what you have, and if it doesn't perform, then the market has spoken. You can't say the market is lying. <laughs> Like the consumer is lying. No, you can't do it. And and that's what's taking place right now. There's buyer's remorse going on all over the league. I mean, think about what's going on in Denver. I mean, there's just a whole lot of buyer's remorse going on, and there's buyer's remorse that's going on with Zach Wilson. And and it, there's no there's no turning back from it. I would respect the situation more if Robert Salah was a little bit more candid about the scenario. Agreed. You know, don't don't tell me you're trying to get the young guy right. Like, no, we're trying to make it to the playoffs, and right. he doesn't give us the best opportunity. I would, like, he seems like that type of guy. I would I would totally be even more of a fan. Like he he, I became a fan of him watching the way he coached the the defense in in San Fran. Then the way he came in and he brought his mentality. It isn't over the top like some coaches may be in terms of being a tough guy coach. It isn't over the top. It's just right there at at it's it's like it it flirts with meathead coach, but it's not. Like he's good. If he would just maintain that that hard hard chin type of approach, I think he'd have more people buying into the fact that you're going to move on from Zach Wilson. I think this makes it messier because he's he's almost trying to straddle the fence and be like, look, we could still use him. We we're kind of into him. You know, he just needs some more development. He needs to, to understand it. Like, no, man, like, just just let us know, you know, and I think we'll respect you more and and, and what you have to say. Because now moving forward, dude, I mean, you got to look at it like, okay, you know, Salah's a smoke and mirrors, dude. Like, he's not really going to tell you the, the up and up about what it is, even though you expect him to be that type of guy. It's uh, – uh, the hard thing is now the position they put themselves in. I mean, I think they're more apt to try to go after a free agent quarterback this offseason more so than draft one because you have to look at where their roster's at. They are in a position to compete to go to the playoffs if they have a if they just have competent quarterback play. So if you look at the list of potential free agents, I mean, you, you could have maybe a, a Matt Ryan, depending on how things go in Indianapolis. Jimmy Garoppolo will be a free agent, but your concern is he's coming off an injury and he's had injuries his entire career. Can he stay healthy? 
Uh, I can't imagine Tom Brady would want to go to the New York Jets. I, I could be wrong in that assumption. But there's a number of players who could end up you know, being free agents after the season that have a veteran presence that they might look at and say, this is the best alternative because we don't feel like we can draft a guy that we really love or feel is ready to play right away. You know, maybe Anthony Richardson from Florida is available at that spot, but they don't feel like he can come in right away and play. And, and could Anthony Richardson handle that media market and the pressure and everything else that comes along with it if he's still a player that needs time to develop when they're in a win-now mode? So I think the veteran route's probably the route they're going to go. And then that leaves you to look at, do they let Zach Wilson sit there and continue to kind of soak things in and develop? Or do they move on for a sixth, seventh-round pick and cut ties now? It's probably best for both parties to do that. At least you give him a fresh start somewhere else with a team that wants him, and you give yourself an additional, you know, draft pick, and you admit a mistake and you move on. You know, that's probably it was what makes the most sense for the Jets after this season. But you know, look, Zach's in a tough spot. You know, he's he's not going to have anyone who's really pounding on the door to bring him in and give him a shot to start. He's going to have to earn it back either through good play as a backup through injury or maybe a quarterback competition. But either way, um, I, I think there's probably some things that were taken for granted. And as I said, when it first came out, everyone got all excited about him being into moms and everything else yeah. along with that. How's that looking now? Yeah. It, uh, by the way, if I were Zach Wilson, I'd want to get the hell out of there too. It's over. And just that, the reaction early on in that game, just from the fan base that's completely turned on him. By the way, the fan, fan base that was so sensitive, if anybody ever was critical of Zach Wilson uh, you know, over the past year plus, now all of a sudden they've turned on him. Uh, Robert Sala's Oh, but they won't it. admit that mistake. No, 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 no. They, they won't admit that mistake. No, God forbid. Yeah, it's never, God forbid a Jets fans actually no. admits that maybe you're wrong. You can't do it. Let me. Can I throw out a possible scenario for you? What, if we're going veteran quarterback next season for the Jets – all right, and you're looking around, and maybe you want to make a deal. Are you calling up Green Bay? Say, uh, who's who's on the trade block? Is it either Rodgers? Is it Jordan Love? Are you at least is, ma- is is Jordan Love even considered a veteran? Well, I'm just saying, like, is a guy, you're moving on from is he considered point? a legit option? But I'm just saying, who who would be who would you think Green Bay would be more likely to trade or or be willing to trade both of them, Rodgers or Jordan Love after this season? A clear house. I probably Jordan Love. Okay, because I, I wonder if they would if call. They could up, get rid of his uh, Aaron Rodgers contract. They get rid of both of them. Well, hold on now. They're, if they went out, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got to beat the the Vikings this week, but they got them at home. They're a three point favorite last time I checked. I, I'm just saying, like, if they go into the playoffs, I don't know why Green Bay would be itching to get out from underneath that contract when he's under contract for another two years. Yeah, I get it. What if they don't make the playoffs? I just think that this was a wild year for them, and it just it didn't look good. If they limp into the playoffs and and win the Super Bowl, then I look like a brilliant brilliant guy and i will take my victory lap and um and you yeah, know it's crazy pa- i had the packers in the super bowl too I, i'm gonna tell you what's crazy is baltimore the- ravens are going to make the playoffs as well and and so both my teams will still be alive you know Derek true. carr will be with the jets next year oh hey there he is wow now, that's yeah. a good one that's right. a, that is a good I'm i'll tell you another one i'll tell you another one yeah give me one jimmy garoppolo 
Yeah, that's not, that. that's not as yeah. spicy. Yeah, yeah, we we with the it doesn't need to be spicy. I'm just saying. All right. I think that those make the most sense. All right, let's go around yeah. the horn. All right, you, somebody's getting traded the, to the Jets. It's got to be a quarterback. I'll take Rodgers. Birdo's got Derek Carr. Who else has got one? Let's just throw them all out there. Because one of us traded? is going to be right. Yeah, trade It's got to be a trade. If they're bringing oh, in a veteran. That, that makes it more difficult. All right, I mean, come on. But one of us is going to get it right, so we can we can claim it. It's like, probably not. Get it right. not. Not if they don't trade anyone. Yeah. Okay, but what if, if they, they just do? sign a free agent? Then leave. Right. We'll delete all this stuff, and, we, and no Jet fan has proof of it. So let's just <laughs> go ahead. Like, let's throw something on 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 the grill here. Let's let it heat up a little bit, and then if it's ready to go, we'll serve it. All right, Lee, uh, we got one. Baker Mayfield. Okay, I mean, uh, is it is he a free agent after this year though? Yeah, come on, it's got to be a trade. Let's get juicy. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do what Jonas is saying. Yeah, yeah. Throw, throw somebody out yeah. there. There's what about here? Yeah, okay. Hey, all right, Kyler Murray. Yeah. There's one. That's all right. that's interesting. That's okay. an interesting, that interesting one. Right? Yeah, yeah, that would be. Var, who you got? Let's go do a trade. Come on. How about yeah. Trey Lance? Okay. Ooh, all okay. right. Little all right. Trey the guy Lance. taking one pick right. <laughs> How about it? <laughs> By the way, can you imagine that? That'd be great. Uh, all right, so listen, I think we've thrown enough out there, and if none it'd, of these hit. It'd be better if Garoppolo signed with the Jets, and then all of a sudden Trey Lance gets traded there. That'd be that'd be fantastic. But it's, uh, man, <laughs> they, they really have. And now that you bring up, by the way, the comparison between Robert Sala and Brian Flores and their handling of quarterbacks, it is true. Nobody's no. mismanaged a high draft pick quarterback since Brian Flores like Robert Sala has, and yet yeah. free pass. And you know what I think it is? Because he wears a long beanie. Yeah, but I think he went way harder everyone... on Zach. You stupid. I think he went way harder on Zach than Flores did on, on Tua. No chance. Flores would yank him out like with a two-minute drive. He'd be like, oh, you can't do this, kid. Get out of there. He, he didn't deactivate him, did he? He didn't deactivate no, him. He may have Deactivated. <laughs> Come on, man. I'd rather get pulled out of a game like, yeah, I'm messing it up. Or, man, I, I don't know why. I can't do anything right. Like, I'd rather be in the game than know. be he deactivated. Like, it's he like, did it multiple times. Multiple well, times. this is now multiple times. He's deactivating Zach Wilson. But on the road, it, one was against Denver. They lost that game. The other game was against the Raiders. And the only reason that Miami won that game, and he had all these these Brian Flores ball washers were like, oh, see, you made the right move. Ryan Fitzpatrick won the game for the Dolphins. First of all, he nearly got his head ripped off. I forget who that was. It, uh, God, who was the guy for the Raiders that, that made the play and got – no, no, no. It was, it was a DN made the play for the Raiders and almost ripped Ryan Fitzpatrick's head off. And they got called for a personal foul. And then they went down the field and kicked a long field goal. It wasn't like Ryan Fitzpatrick being brought in, won them the game. Bro. Yet everyone made it seem like that was the, the proper move if to make. If you deactivate a player, you can't do anything for me. I can't I can't put you in and say, nope, I, I don't know. Yeah, then he can focus on all out there yeah you know? he go what he's on the Say bombs again. he's got he's got yeah, he's got other interests out here by the way did you see uh zach wilson's mom uh was going at it with some jets fan on like snap face oh, or something like that Who cares? I, yeah. hey uh one last trade by the way one last trade <laughs> yeah, okay let's hear no one said russell wilson okay yeah. well nobody's smoke going, him if you got him. there's another one hold on wilson. now hold on now robert sala was in seattle there's some familiarity there it's a system that he'd be familiar with, one that has a great defense, good rushing attack. He wanted to be in a bigger market. It's the bigger market that for his post-career aspirations he wants to be in. 
I'm just saying, if the Jets could make something happen there, what as far would as be, a trade, what would be his catchphrase when he went to New York after this season? Let's take fly. flight, let's fly, let's, yeah, fly. let's fly, yeah, let's fly. <laughs> Come on, but Bart. think about this: if, 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 if the if the ownership group, if the ownership group in debt, <laughs> let's just have a clean slate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fly. I, you know, it, it actually it, it does oh, kind of man. make a little bit of sense if the Jets would be, would be willing so to he get, So he got it all the cash from Denver. Yeah. And that's why he didn't get all he them. He got some cash, but. That's why he didn't get all them. All but that's why he didn't get all them bedrooms in, in his house because yeah. he wasn't planning on staying. Exactly. So he was going to go somewhere what's, else. What's, yeah. on, what's the ratio of bedrooms to square footage? It's uh, four Tommy bedrooms, 12, 12 bathrooms, I think. Four bedrooms, 12 bathrooms. Yeah. Well, I get that. Like, if this isn't a bedroom to bathroom, you got to have places to poop throughout your, your house. <laughs> 12. I, I want to know the square it's, it's always like, it's like a twenty one square foot, twenty one thousand square foot home. Yeah, or Lee, can we get the square with footage? Four bedrooms. Yeah, the with square four bed, but twelve on, uh, bathrooms. Russes. Yeah, and, the and, bathrooms make sense it, again. Hold like, on, you gotta a second. have places to go. Okay, yeah. I understand. You gotta everywhere. You gotta, you gotta have a, you gotta have a place everywhere. to take a crap every fifteen everywhere. feet. Every fifteen feet, yes. you gotta go to the bathroom. 20, yes. Come on, man. Twenty thousand square feet. There you go. All right, wow, so it's listen. A big ass house. <laughs> it's, it's a yeah. big ass bedrooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a twenty thousand, a twenty-one thousand square foot house on forty-eight acres. Again, would you stop being so relatable? And fell asleep. <laughs> I would fall asleep in certain spots in my house and wake up and be confused as to where I was at. <laughs> Same. <laughs> same, oh same. 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 If I could have gave y'all Man. IR reports back then, like I woke up and I was like, oh, every time I wake up in my futon, I'm like, where the hell am I? Huh. Like, I <laughs> Is that was that the house with the uh, koi pond? Inside? Yeah, that was the koi pond house. Yep, I had some That's interesting memories from property. there. Yeah, that was where I had the uh, the 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 duel with with the crab. I was I was crabbing. Wait, what? And I was put I was putting all yeah whatever. I was putting all the crabs into the 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 you know the barrel. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this one crab this one crab got loose, and hey, well, that happened. And he was I mean I he, hate- he he was he was postured and posed on me like he was looking up at me. I was clearly taller than yeah, him. Yeah, he's gonna mess you up. He had his pinchers ready to go, and I was just like hanging from your belt buckle. <laughs> I mean, y'all keep just going to my, my. I mean, are you doing the Gillette reads today? I mean, I mean y'all, y'all y'all are so focused. Hey, over, who started it? I mean, you guys are so focused in on my pelvic region. I mean, don't we, say you guys. All right, all right. It's Bert, That's Berto, No, it's Berto too. Jonas so. and Berto. Not not Q, but Berto and Jonas. So dumb. Well, no, it's good Santa Anyways, Santa just opened up. The way the way those crabs walk, dude, it's it freaks me out every time. That's side to side. Oh yeah, that's side to side. Yeah, absolutely. they just they move so fast side to side. You don't expect that. All I know is I get I let that crab go because of the way he made me feel the passion behind his eyes and his pinchers that he wanted to survive, <laughs> and I freed the rest of them. So he basically, instead of us going from obeying them and eating them with some red potatoes, they were freed into yeah. back into the uh, the the well, Whitehall Creek. Yeah, yeah, yep. I let well, them all go. Moral of the story: 
as as you got to be a fighter, you got to hope yeah. that one is is willing to oh. fight, put it on the line, and save the rest of y'all. And four bedrooms, twenty thousand square feet. Well, uh-huh. and also Lavar doesn't want crabs. <laughs> That's that is true. It's like the worst punchline. You forced it. What are you it. talking about? You crowbar forced no, it. No, what are you talking about? It, it wasn't a natural. You it wasn't crabs. Natural. Do you want crabs or not? I, I love corn. crabs, actually. Uh, it's, you know. It was corny. Yeah, it was right. corny. It was forced, but it's well, all right. Nice. You know, all right. <laughs> I you just know. don't want you to have crabs. You're acting like a crab in the barrel. How about that? <laughs> Stop trying to pull me down, Jonas. I won't. All right. Right, and Berto, pros. that is you. I saw you look down at least two times when you was bringing it up joking, meaning that you're dealing with that issue right now. You have a conflict right now. And you look down at least two, three times like, dang, like, let me put this on LeVar. Can he see? <laughs> Can he tell what's going on here? That's why you went to the bathroom oh, two extra man. times during the show today. It's two pros and a Whip that comb jokes. and that powder out. <laughs> That Ajax? Yeah, whatever it is. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.